The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's floater. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on this journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. We had basketball tonight in the city of Atlanta, and I tell you what. Your Atlanta Hawks took down the best team in the NBA. And you know we was in the building. You know we're going to talk about it. We're going to do what we do. All right? So if this is your first time into the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. Sit back, relax, have a seat. You know what I'm saying? Get a cup of your favorite juice or something. And uh, we about to talk some Atlanta Hawks basketball. But the Atlanta Hawks. Snap a Phoenix Sun win streak of 11 games, taking down the Suns in State Farm Arena, 124 to 115, uh, behind 43 points and five assists from Trey Young. However, uh, this was a total team win, which is crazy. Like Trey dropped 43, they needed all 43 from him, and they needed all the double figures that they got from all of the other guys. Kayvon, Hunter, Collins, Bogey, Gallo, all them dudes was in double figures, and they needed it. <laughs> needed it. This was a fun game to watch. It was a fun game if you were in the arena. The electricity is back. The electricity is back in the arena, and uh, that's a good thing, man. That's a good thing because it had been missing. (laughs) It had been missing, but uh, we're going to get into the game flow like we normally do. We're going to talk about the stats and the numbers and talk about 
what we observed from the game. Um, we're going to hear, hear a little fan feedback, and I believe, and hopefully, if I did the Zoom right this time, we got some uh, some uh, post-game, post-game sound from Nate. Uh, I know Trey and John talk with the media, so I'll see if I can scrounge that up for you. Again, we are brought to you by the Minute Media Podcast Network. Uh, we are uh, delighted to be part of that family. So make sure you check out Minute Media and all of their platforms. Uh, they do um, a phenomenal job over there with the Players Tribune and just so many things that they have going on. Soaring Down South and Fan Sided. Uh, they do a great job and we're excited to be part of that family. Um Let's get rid of this housekeeping. First of all, um, like we always say, man, if you are on social media, make sure you connect with us via Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Hawks Beat. So one word, just hit our Hawks Beat and uh, you'll find us wherever you're on the social medias, man. We got a little something for everybody. Uh, we prefer for you to connect with us on Twitter because that's our most active um, platform. But. If you're on all the others, hey, we there too. So we got you covered. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on any platform that you're listening, uh, preferably Apple Podcasts. That's where a lot of our listeners are uh, getting our content. So uh, make sure you, you subscribe to the pod. And when you have time, as a matter of fact, I think you got time right now. So listening, if you're on the Apple Pack podcast, uh, make sure you swing by, knock off that five stars. Give us the five star rating. Let us know what you love about the show. You can even let us know what you hate about the show. Five stars is five stars, and we would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> All right, so let's get let's talk a little bit about what we what was going on before the game. Before we get into this game flow. All right, so we mentioned that the. Um, the Suns were on an 11-game winning streak, so it's not like this team just came in here and they weren't playing good basketball. This was a top-five team offensively and a top-five team defensively. Like, it's hard to pull both of those off, you know? Uh, hard to pull both of those off. They came in five-and-a-half-point favorites um, despite being on the road. But, again, this they're the best team in the league and by a stretch, right? Like by a stretch, uh, they came in 41 and nine, which is best in the league. And I think the bulls might be the second best. No, not the bulls. I'm sorry. Uh, the golden state warriors, 39 and 13. They're the best in the West, but in the East, the best team got 32 wins. So that tells you kind of how they're running away with this thing. So, um, this was a very good win for the Atlanta Hawks. Very good win. They beat a very good team. And uh, I'm sure that, that confidence is sky high in that locker room. Um, Trey Young was a game-time decision going into tonight. Uh, he uh, was still you know, dealing with the shoulder, sore sh the sore shoulder. Got to kind of say that slow. <laughs> but uh, obviously... Obviously, he was a go, and um, they went the starting five of Trey, Kev, Dre, JC, and Capella. Uh, the Suns were, were getting some of their guys back who were injured. Um, DeAndre Ayton and Jay Crowder, they got those guys back, and they countered with the uh, lineup of CP3, 
uh, Booker, Bridges, Crowder, and Aiden. So, um, you know, it, it was time to do battle. And and now, it, because of the hole that the Hawks dug, uh, you're going to have to do a little scoreboard watching. Now, I understand that the Hawks are going to, um, they can only play the games in front of them. But you're gonna need a little help if you can, if you if you want to get to that sixth spot, you're going to need a little help. So um, the game that was relevant to the Hawks tonight was the um, Chicago Bulls and the Toronto Raptors. Now the Toronto Raptors were going into tonight. There were three games up on the Atlanta Hawks uh, with a 27 and 23 record. However, however, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, they uh, were victorious tonight against the Bulls. So you had a chance to get a little bit of help, but uh, you didn't get none from the Bulls. So, hey, you know, you took care of your business and you're not at a point where you really have to worry about a lot of teams. But not going to lie, you got to do a little scoreboard watching. You got to do a little scoreboard watching. So um, let's take a brief pause. And uh, hopefully they, they, they <laughs> hopefully they insert my commercial, and uh, we're gonna take a look at this game and what went down. All right, you listen to the Hawksbeat podcast. It's your man E Dub. We're not going nowhere. <laughs> All right, folks, let's get into it. All right, now listen. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I didn't have any expectations going into this game. I actually thought the Suns were gonna win. To be honest with you. Because this is the best team in basketball. Not that, I, not that I didn't think the Hawks could bang with them, could play with them. But, man, this is a good team. And they're still a good team. Um, you don't take anything away from this opponent. You know what I'm saying? Um, I told you to start lineups. And off the rip, I was like, this might could be a long night. First play of the game. Chris Paul strips Trey Young. <laughs> like, okay, we got plenty of basketball left, but golly, <laughs> right? Um, CP3 had two steals within like the first two minutes from Trey. Uh, early observation that I put on my notes: This Suns team has a bunch of dogs defensively. Like they all move like a cohesive unit. They move like a cohesive unit. And you can see why they have the best record in basketball. Easily. You can see why they got the best record in basketball. Um, But the Hawks was hanging with them. Like, they were hanging with them, not just, like, keeping up. But, like, you know, they had the lead for a good part of the first quarter. Um, You know, Trey's starting to hit some threes. And and everyone's kind of hitting some threes. And I'm like, okay, like, okay. Like, they come in tonight. You know what I'm saying? So you got the idea that the Hawks weren't going to go down gently. You know, you got that kind of early. Um, <clears throat> after back-to-back threes and an alley-oop, uh, put the Hawks up three. Phoenix calls a timeout, you know, 17-14. And the Hawks seem to be rolling, right? And so, you know, they win the first quarter 32-30. to and, you know, it's like, okay, this Hawks team is shooting, shooting, right? Because, like, they made four out of eight. They're threes. They're 11 and 19 from the field. They're shooting 59%. And you're starting to feel good about yourself, right? All the while knowing that, look, this is the Phoenix Suns. This is the Phoenix Suns. Like, this is the best team in basketball. 
and you know it's nothing to them so you know this game was going to go down to the fourth quarter always it was always going to go down to the fourth quarter and oh drop my phone and uh second quarter you got more of the same and they started hitting threes and, and making shots in second quarter was the quarter of one mr kevin herter the local Kayvon. <laughs> I tweeted Kayvon is in at the group chat because this man hit four three pointers. Well, not four three pointers. He uh well he hit four three pointers in the quarter. And uh actually he hit all of his threes within a four minute span. So Kevin Herter hit four threes in four minutes. And uh I was like, okay, like aggressive Kevin has entered the chat. You know what I mean? So as a team, the Hawks were hidden. They were hitting their threes at like an elite level. Like they were 7 to 12 from three. Um, still shooting a good percentage from the field. Uh, they win the second quarter by a point. And you go into halftime up. What, what was the halftime score? You go up to halftime up three. And my halftime thoughts were this. I said, I kind of feel as though as good as the Hawks were shooting, a three-point lead, and I put a question mark, will it be good enough, right? Because you know you know, Phoenix just has a run, right? You know, they have a, a, a good team. They got a good bench. And another caveat, I, I thought that the Hawks, the Hawks bench in that second quarter and the Phoenix Suns bench, battle, <laughs> battle royale. Um, I thought that they both played extremely well. Like both of their second units looked like first units out there. And I'm gonna tell you what, man, JaVel McGee, he was he Onyeko Kongu did not have his best night. And it's crazy because Onyeka played extremely well against Giannis, played extremely well against Anthony Davis. And then a guy like JaVale McGee comes in and he low-key gives him the business. Like, you know, he's low-key, um, you know, just doing old vet moves, you know. <clears throat> but uh, not Okongu's best night, but it's okay. You know, look, you play 80-something games, uh, you're not going to hit 100 every single night. But um, I thought the bench as a unit played extremely well. And as we'll see later on in the game, <clears throat> excuse me, I thought that was the difference in the game, obviously. Um, third quarter starts, and um, we all know the third quarter is typically Trey Young's quarter, like I say in almost every one of my podcasts. And tonight was no exception. Trey goes for 18 in the quarter, and he just catches fire. He's three for five from beyond the arc, uh, six and nine from shooting. And um, <clears throat> six and nine from the field. I'm sorry. And I mean, after three, the Hawks are keeping up this shooting pace. Right. But, you know, there's still basketball left and you're still wondering, OK, like, OK, you're just always waiting. Like Phoenix is so good. You're just always waiting for them to make that move. You're always waiting for them to make that move. Um, <clears throat> um, I just thought it was a lot of back and forth, a lot of back and forth. Um, DeAndre Hunter dealt with foul trouble all night long. And I wondered what effect that was going to have on the Hawks, but it didn't, you know, <clears throat> I think it's a credit to Kevin Herter 
because after the game, Nate talked about Kevin Herter and saying, look, man, Dre got in trouble. So Kevin Herter had the task of guarding Devin Booker. Now, Devin Booker got a lot of buckets. Like, Devin Booker got like 30-something points. But a lot of that time was like kind of fourth quarter buckets when it was kind of like almost, you know, over. <laughs> I'm listening to the game on the radio because I always leave kind of a little bit early so I can be home uh, for the post-game Zoom. And uh, Steve Holman's like, Devin Booker's patting his stats. <laughs> so, like, you know, it, it is what it is, man. I ain't taking nothing away from Book, man. He's an all-star. He's, he's an Olympian. He's a really good ball player. But, you know, it kind of is what it is. Uh, Hawks win the third quarter, 36-30. to 30. And now, you know, you, you know your bench unit is um, going to start the fourth quarter. And they're not only going to start the fourth quarter, they're going to start the fourth quarter with a nine-point lead, which is like playing with house money. Um, They go in, and not only do they not lose the lead, they increase the lead by three. So we know from Nate's rotations that Trey usually comes in around the 830 mark. But because of how the bench was playing and how well they played, you not only allowed Trey to get an extra minute of rest, you gave him an additional three minutes. I tweeted around out when he came in. I was like, yo, Trey gets in there and they got a double-digit lead. It's a wrap. Like I called it. It's a wrap. Seven and a half minutes. I'm out here calling games. <laughs> I know. I forget who it was that used to get on me about that because – I would call games last year, and they would end up losing, and then folks would get mad at me. (laughs) But listen, it worked tonight, and it worked the night before. So, you know, uh, I'm two for two on the season on calling games early. But, uh, yeah, they increased the lead. Trey got an extra minute of rest. And the thing about it is not even so much that he got an extra minute of rest. While the Hawks were out there, you know, doing what they had to do, the Suns were playing CP3 and Booker. So you had to figure that either they was going to need some rest or they was even going to run out of gas. And fortunately for the Hawks, they just didn't have enough to propel them to, you know, get enough buckets to win the ball game. Uh, Chris Paul was 0 for 3 in that fourth quarter. Uh, Devin Booker, you know, he was doing all right. You know, he had he had 11 points. He missed all of his threes. You know, they went one for seven as a team shooting a three ball in that fourth quarter. And I, I mean, I believe that you can attribute that to some of the Hawks defense. But the Hawks just had they did what they had to do in that fourth quarter. It it was very gritty. Um, at one play, you saw Kevin Herter diving on the floor. You saw uh, even uh, Gallinari get on the floor. Man, they just wanted to win this game. You can just feel it. You know, you could just feel it in the air. You could feel it in the atmosphere. The fans wanted it. And if you're a Hawks fan, it was just a great night to be at State Farm Arena. Um, Hawks outscored the Suns 60-54 to in the second half. And uh, they pick up a, a, a very, a very impressive dub. And there I say, might be the best win of the season thus far. You know, I thought the Milwaukee game was pretty important of winning that game and going on the streak and knowing that you can beat the champs. Uh, now you know that, okay, we don't beat Milwaukee. We don't beat Phoenix. Let's do this, right? 
So you're hoping that this carries over and you're hoping that it leads to another win streak. You know, you can only play one game at a time. You're about to go on the road. So uh, this was just a very good night for the Hawks. 124 to 115. Again, Trey leading all scorers with 43 and 5. Uh, Kevin Herter, who had a magical second quarter, finishing with 19 points. John with 19 and 10. I thought that John was probably the best front court player for the Hawks tonight with DeAndre Hunter battling fouls. Uh, Clint Capella, you know, 6 and 12 tonight. Bogey and Gallo getting double figures off the bench. And, uh, yeah, man, so it was just a, a total team effort, even though Trey had 43. Total team effort and a good win for the Hawks that catapults them to 25 and 26, and they stand firm in that 10th spot. And, uh, you know, we'll only know in time, man. We'll only know in time if they will be able to move up, but uh, one game at a time. One game at a time. All right, so let's get into a little fan feedback, and a uh, we'll hear some sound from some of the guys after the game. Um, a lot of folks weighed in on uh, the MVP discussion. I asked after the game, who was your MVP? Who were your thoughts? Um, let's see. Coach J said Trey. Um, let's see. Big Play Ray on Twitter said Trey. A lot of folks, Ice Trey, Ice Trey. Uh, Thrashinator. It said Kayvon and maybe a little bogey in the mix. Okay, something different. She also has in quotations beside Trey. <laughs> Mandy H says red velvet, baby. Yeah, red velvet. Uh, yeah, that that um, that second quarter from from Kevin was really huge, man. Really huge. Uh, just shooting the ball, being aggressive, and uh, you just love to see it. You love to see it. My guy, ATL Ramasaki, all the way from Japan, said, Best game in the season. Every Hawks player played well tonight. Huge shout-out to the Hawks. Let's go. Okay, my man Hype out there in Japan. What's up, my guy? Um, we also got a little bit of sound tonight. So let me cue up that uh, we'll start with Nate McMillan. Let's hear what Nate McMillan had to say after tonight's game uh, over the big win Versus the Phoenix Suns. In her eyes, as a, an emotionally drunk ending. <laughs> no, I mean they, they are a really good team, and uh, you know we was a little sh- shaky uh, those last two minutes. Uh, you know, taking care of the ball uh, and just understanding um, proper spacing. You know, something that uh, we've been talking about really uh, since this stretch of wins, uh, the, the, the trapping that we're seeing teams uh, play against Trey, uh, where they're hitting him and they're trapping him. Uh, it's just a matter of us getting to our proper spacing and moving the ball. And, uh, you know, we were able to do that a couple of times. And uh, I think a couple of times we fumbled it and got a little lucky. Uh, so we have to clean that up. But that's the game, you know, for us. Uh, you know, teams are going to be trapping, trying to get the ball out of Trey's hand. Uh, I wanted to put another shooter out there, put Gallo out on the floor, and uh, did a good job of uh, spacing the floor and attacking it. What did you make? So that was Coach McMillan after the game talking about um, there were a lot of teams are doing a lot of trapping with Trey, trying to get the ball out of his hands. And I think more than anything, and I said this at the beginning of the season, 
the, the next phase in Trey's maturation is trusting his teammates a little bit more. And I thought he did an excellent job of getting the ball out of his hands, not over dribbling. I think sometimes, like all star players, they can be guilty of little little bit of over dribbling. But uh, I thought Trey was getting that ball out of his hands. Uh, they had good ball movement. They were getting to the right shooters. And guys were knocking down shots. You know, Kev, Gallo, Bogey, John Collins. Those guys were knocking down shots. And that helps Trey, um, you know, just the confidence factor. So uh, just Nate McMillan talking a little bit about uh, just Trey getting the ball out of his hands and, you know, trusting his teammates. Next up, I want to play a little sound from Trey. Trey's just talking about uh, how he always performs with the bright lights, you know. Uh, this was definitely a nationally televised game on TNT. Uh, after the game, he's talking with Shaq, you know, Ernie and, and Chuck and, and Kenny. And, uh, you know, y'all know Trey lives for this. Y'all know the boy lives for this. He lives for these nationally televised games, the bright lights. And uh, here's him talking a little bit about these uh, bright lights in the nationally televised games. Team in the NBA. Man, I think I just grew up just watching these moments and, like, thinking about being in those moments. And just every time I worked out, just always thinking about just myself in those moments. And, uh playing tonight against the best team in the league with the best record and during an 11-game winning streak, I think it was just the mentality and the focus that I had and my teammates had just to come out here and get a win, and that's just, I, I love those moments. Yeah, so I'm basically, I mean, it's quite simple. Like, he grew up watching this. He grew up dreaming about this, and so that's why he always, he's ready to compete. Uh, Nate McMillan also talked about in his press conference how Trey is just a competitor. He is just a competitor. He likes to compete. And when the bright lights are on like that, man, he turns it up a notch. So, you know, he definitely turned it up a little bit uh, tonight as well. Uh, last but not least, John Collins. John had a very scary moment, man. Injured his shoulder. Uh, we thought it was going to. Well, it didn't look good. Didn't look good at all. He ran to the, you know, back to get some treatment or did something to it. I don't know. Uh, it looked really bad, but he obviously came back, uh, got back on the bench, but he never checked back into the game. But here's just him talking a little bit about uh, what happened tonight with the stinger in his uh, his shoulder and uh, how he felt. Arm got caught. Um, and somebody inked, inked my arm down a little bit, and the same feeling came back a little bit. So um, feels like better now. I um, wanted to come back on the court, but, you know, Definitely a little bit, you know, uh, nerving to just go out there and uh, not understand, or, you know, know what's happening. But you know, I feel better now. We're, you know, we're on it. We're trying to fix it, make sure I'm ready to go. I feel like I'm playing tomorrow, so um, all's well. But you know, obviously, something we gotta monitor and make sure it gets better for sure. We're struggling because you were kind of grabbing your legs. Yeah, you know, it was it was that excruciating pain that I feel like I couldn't in that moment. I couldn't stand up. You know what I mean? It was that, like, that, is that bad? I really wanted to, to drop to my hand. Um, but, you know, <laughs> during the middle of the play. So I was trying to, you know, respect the game as much as I could and stay on my feet. Uh, but, no, yeah, I really wanted to drop to the floor. John, since. <laughs> John talked about something. He wanted to respect the game. Boy, if you don't drop down to the floor, 
<laughs> you don't drop down to the floor when you hurt, bruh. That ain't don't get nothing to do with respecting the game, bruh. But uh, I, I admire his, his warrior mentality. John is always going to bring it each and every night and salute to him. I thought that he was probably the best two-way player for the Hawks tonight uh, on both sides of the ball. And uh, just salute to him, man. Uh, great game. Again, best front court player tonight, in my opinion. Uh, 19 points, 10 boards. Uh, shot the ball really well from three. Uh, also, man, let me give a shout out to the bench, man. Bogey with 11 off the bench. Gallo with 12 off the bench. They're really, really in their stride in that second unit, man. Uh, I like the way they played tonight, running a lot of the offense through Bogey. I mean, not Bogey, through Gallo uh, when that second unit was out there. And Gallo's bag is about as deep as you can think, bruh. Like, his his offensive bag is deep. He knows how to get to the line. He knows how to post up them smaller players. He'll hit you with the three. He'll hit you with the step back. I love Gallo's game, man. I know there's been a lot of talk about trades, this, that, and the other. I got to be honest with y'all, man. Like, I'm kind of good with the with the crew that they got, you know? Like, I'm kind of good with the crew that they got. Like, I mean, I don't think that uh, making the move is as dire as it was last month. But we'll see, man. We'll see as, as things go up to the trade deadline. If somebody offers Travis a trade he can't refuse, I'm sure he's going to pull the trigger. But we're going to see. Because right now the Hawks are playing a very good brand of basketball. Before we get up out of here, man, let's just take a brief look at the schedule for the next uh, few games for the Atlanta Hawks. Um, They have a short night, man. Short night to celebrate this. uh, Because tomorrow night, they're back in business. Tomorrow night, back in business. uh, They fly to Toronto and have the Raptors on a home and away back-to-back. That will be a big win. That would be a big win if they can pull that off tomorrow in Toronto because the Raptors are a team they're trying to catch. And uh, it's going to be tough on a back-to-back. A lot of their guys play kind of heavy minutes tonight, so we'll see. Sunday night, they go to Dallas to take on the Dallas Mavericks. And they are back home next Tuesday against the Indiana Pacers. So make sure you get your Hawks tickets at Hawks.com. Make sure you're tuned in to the Hawks Week Podcast, giving you the latest in Hawks uh, basketball. So uh, that's about it, man. That's the time we're going to put this thing to bed. And uh, make sure you retweet and reshare the podcast. We appreciate all the, the likes and the reshares, helping us get the word out. Uh, share the podcast with another Hawks friend that you have. We would greatly appreciate it. And uh, like we always say, man. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E, love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.